0: Hello and welcome to our second couple deep dive of the season. This is Human Nurture, I'm Jason Brand, and we're asking the question, how does a couples therapist learn to do that? I hope you find this episode to be packed with good information and entertainment. Remember, that's what it's here for. While there is clinical material being discussed, please don't use it as a substitute for professional advice, help, and or counseling. If you or someone you know is struggling, please seek help from a therapist or counselor. To introduce the second couple of the season, my producer for this leg of the journey, Margaret Martin, joins me. Margaret is out of Austin, Texas. She's a level three-pack therapist, and she's well-versed in ISTDP, EMDR, and SE. But don't let the alphabet soup of modalities confuse you. She's down-to-earth, she has a common-sense approach, and she gives you a genuine feel of someone who loves her job, and the craft of psychotherapy. So we thought it'd be a good idea to give you an overview, a kind of what to listen for in the upcoming Ron and Shakir first clinical interview. The question that we get you set for is how does a couple's therapist learn to help a couple that's drifted apart? So join me and Margaret as we introduce our second couple of the season, Ron and Shakir. Hello and welcome to the Human Nurture Podcast. I'm very happy to have my producer for the Ron and Shakir episodes here, Margaret Martin. Hello, Margaret.
1: Hello. How are you, Jason?
0: Good, good. Good to see you at the end of a busy week. And I so appreciate you just taking a few minutes out of your schedule to help me introduce the second couple who we are going to be hearing over the next, you know, a bunch of weeks here. So thanks. Thanks so much for being here.
1: My pleasure. Thanks. What do Um, we
0: got? What do we got? We got Ron and Shakir. They are a couple um, in the southern part of the United States. Uh, Ron is 77. Shakir is 53. They've been married for 33 years. Mm -hmm. They've got busy, full lives, Are very, very vibrant people. But inside of their house, between the two of them, There has been this drift that has taken place. They describe Mm -hmm. their presenting problem as our biggest challenge is staying connected or in tune with one another. We are kind of on the same page, and then the bottom falls out. We don't talk at all. It's more like we just share the same house. First upcoming episode, what you're going to hear is just a lot of description about the drift. I thought I would start with just, you know, I made this decision as people are listening, I made this decision in the beginning, and I say to them, you know, so how did you guys meet? They start to describe how Ron was—he uh, worked at a school—and Shakir was a student there. I started to get a feeling of like this is not the right starting place. Zoom, all of a sudden, begins to get all wonky on me, and Zoom agreed we- with you. <laughs> Zoom, the powers that be in the uh, head office at Zoom, they said this isn't going to work, and so we stop and we start again. Mm-hmm. And so I got a do-over, which was good for me because I wanted Uh to start somewhere else because I was also just like, I don't know these people. I don't know if I want to dive so deep so quick, which I think was, I think that was the right choice. I'm glad I did that. And instead I start with, so just how are you guys doing today? They go into a quick description of they're doing pretty good because they are really trying to change the pattern, this uh, drifting pattern that they have between Mm -hmm, them.
1: mm -hmm. As people are listening, you know, and this is the first episode, what are your thoughts on what would be most helpful for listeners to attune to? Well,
0: I like the frame of of this is a couple that has drifted apart. You hear about it all the time. You hear about, oh, we, you know, over the years, you know, they, they, he took this path and he took that path. And, you know, when we kind of, we Mm -hmm. never, you know, we never found each other again. So this is, this is something that we hear quite a bit in, you know, in our consultation rooms. Upon reviewing this a bunch of times, the first thing that I think that I would like people to pay attention to is, that there was an opportunity at the beginning, which I wish that I had kind of put my flag down a little bit more on, which is they start talking about how they're making an effort. Shakir says, I'm being more intentional. Ron says, Mm -hmm. we're being, we're communicating more. I really wish that I had just gone with that. Where are you doing it? Why are you doing it? When, how are you, how are you trying to communicate with each other in different ways? Because we can count on the fact that we're going to get a very, very rich description of what they're like when they're apart, because that's the place that they're living right now. Uh-huh. What's different here is that they're making this new effort. I think that, you know, the more that we can kind of expand that territory uh-huh. of this is what us trying looks like, the less hard we have to work as the therapist. Does that make sense? That yeah.
1: part? Yeah, absolutely. A couple things that come to mind about that one, to see and hear, uh, seasoned, very experienced, packed therapist say, oh, you know, in hindsight, I kind of wish I had whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that in and of itself is helpful. Mm -hmm. And then for folks as they're listening to notice how the drift, that theme, shows up as the couple is talking to you, as they're talking to each other. Curious if there are ways in which there's some unconscious their drift hooked you. Not any intention at all, but you're talking about working with a couple like so many who have experienced a drift. They're mm-hmm. talking about things that have gone better. And then they're they're demonstrating the drift for you right mm-hmm. here in real time. And you go with the drift. And in hindsight, you're saying, Oh, I I really kind of wish I had done this other thing because they were going to give us so many opportunities to see the drift because it's what they do.
0: I'm putting together something in my mind right as you're as you're asking that question, which is very helpful. I didn't go with the how'd you meet question because it felt like it was fighting the drift too much. The mystical balancing point here would be where do you situate yourself in the drift so that there's just enough fight You know what I mean? Where they have to stay in this, we're trying thing. Because honestly, to get them to kind of open up about what it's like to be in this house where they don't spend a whole lot of time together, they just kind of their ships passing in the night. That's easy to do because they have such a rich narrative inside themselves about why this has happened. And that narrative is their own individual narrative. And the whole thrust, the whole reason for this session is to get them to begin to move in a direction of a joint narrative about why this is happening. Not Ron's narrative, not Shakir's narrative, but one that they go, oh, we're making sense. Going back to the original point, which is having that groundwork at the beginning where you say, so this drift is huge. You have this little spot where you're trying now that's why it's so important to widen that as much as possible so you can keep returning back to yeah. it when they go to what their default gear is here which is i'm in the den watching sports and i'm in my bedroom hanging out with my friends or doing my social justice work and never shall the two meet yeah
1: and that's a story we know they are not alone in this we we know this story from so many couples going from an i thing To a we thing. Mm -hmm. So, as Mm -hmm. you're describing each of them in their own narrative about how they got here, what it looks like, what it feels like, what their experience is, they're like most couples. The narrative involves a whole lot of what the other person is doing. I mean, that's my experience. I know that's my inner narrative a lot of the time, what my partner Mm -hmm. is doing that creates the drift, that over time, how, and this is something, again, for people to listen for, how does the couples therapist help knit together that narrative, each of them in their eye world, to it's a we, a we drifted. Mm-hmm. And this is how we did this. This happened to us.
0: There's very distinct cutoff points where they both say, I stop listening to you at this point. Shakir says, I don't know if you're being indifferent. I don't know if, you know, what's happening inside your mind. Uh So I go in my own direction and I process later. Ron says, you don't seem to want to engage with me. So I don't think anything of it. Assume you don't want to talk to me. And I don't put a whole lot of thought on it because why would I do that if somebody doesn't want to talk to me? I'm here, I'm waiting, but, but you can, there's very distinct places where they both get off the bus yeah. of we to I very distinct yeah. places. One thing here that I, this session demonstrates perfectly is you can't be surprised when they do the thing that they do at home with each other. And when it happens in the session, even if that thing is, you know, Ron watching the game in the middle of the right. session, you know, like you, you can't be surprised that this happens because that is that's where they live and breathe right now. And so this is we're gonna see this. And like we were when we were talking before, I'm stealing your your thunder here. But you said this is the show me therapy, okay. and yeah. yes. they're showing this and how we kind of bring that. Okay, well, yeah, you're showing what you you know mm-hmm. that you it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, and you're drifted apart. And. Yep. So what are we going to do about it now that you're here together in this making this intentional different space for it to happen in a different kind of way?
1: We want them to do that. If we can't see it, we can't help them with the thing that we're not seeing happen in front of us.
0: Yeah. And slowly I'm starting to say to them, okay, but this is happening between the two of you. What's, what is this thing that's happening between the two of you? How is she thinking about it? Ron, how is he thinking about it? Shakir, getting them curious about each other's minds. The second session is going to be where we really kind of begin to put the pressure on more for them to start doing this thing of being together in the same space. And what does it actually feel like? Thank you so much, Margaret, for all your help with the production of this, helping me think this through, and for taking the time today. I'll leave people with this thought that what they're going to be seeing here is is a couple that has made adaptations to being alone together. And you're going to hear a lot about the adaptations that they've made. And the job of the therapist is to help them to recognize those adaptations that they've made and make choices about how they're going to begin to find each other again in the drift and what kind of relationship they're going to make. And that's what I would listen for. Cool. Okay. Until next time, Margaret. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So that's a wrap. Thank you so much to Margaret. Thanks to Ron and Shakir for being a part of the podcast. Tune in next week to meet them. And thank you to you for listening. Please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Recommend this to your friends and family. And reach out if you have something to share.